Finding this podcast magical? Why not toss a coin to your Witches and a Druid podcast through the Acast supporter feature? It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to show your support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Canadian podcast about paganism in today's modern society. And now, Three Witches and a Druid podcast present Shenka.
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Three Witches and a Druid, where we sit around drinking some delightful sparkling mead from Tanner Brewing in Chester, Nova Scotia, and talk about our pagan lives as modern people. I'm Margot. And I'm Maeve. Gwen. And I'm Brian. So today's episode was May's suggestion, and her suggestion was... What are some interests or hobbies or things that we've gotten into that we maybe not would have normally if it wasn't for paganism? Yeah. And I mean, there's always something new to learn, but something that you actually said, oh, I didn't know about this. And then you really started studying or learning more. Right. What you could about it. Okay. You know, I became the vaguest of armchair astrologers, totally armchair. I know about houses and Planet is here and planet is there, but conjuncts and trines and this, forget it. That's completely over my over my head. Armchair astrology. And our, you know, like, oh, I like oh, your moon is in Gemini? Really? <laughs> <laughs> that means that you like strange people. <laughs> I don't know anything about astrology. I just know occasionally the Mars bar goes in the Gatorade and <laughs> that's all I know. <laughs> Yeah. So for me, I think astrology, a little bit about astrology. And oddly enough, one of the things that I've been doing for over 20 years as a result of paganism is the the witching hour on CKDU. Mm -hmm. Broadcasting that way, that that was something I never would have done without uh, paganism. Well, there's so many things, you know, like there's... I'd, I'd like to learn more about shamanism, and I never gave the slightest thought to quantum physics until after paganism. And very recently, I made the enormous mistake of looking up what quantum entanglement means, which is blows the mind. <laughs> and, and I've read some of the layman's articles, because there were some articles that were all the math and everything like that, which... I just have to trust that they have done it right because yeah. I can't check their work. No, I can't. I just have to assume. I can't do that. But when they're talking about quantum entanglement being two particles can become entwined. And even if they're like a billion years apart, if one particle does something, the other particle will be affected. And now people are saying, oh, you know, there's not that much. But if we look at the Big Bang, which is everything entangled, which leads into animism, and every, you know, everything in the universe being connected and the whole concept of stardust and on and on. So we have another case of science catching up to mysticism yet again. And what did Einstein, I can't remember what Einstein called quantum entanglement. He thought it was something freaky that he didn't quite get. He thought it was a very strange thing. I think if he would have lived another 50 years, he probably would have looked into it. But at the time, he thought it was very bizarre. And wasn't wasn't too sure what to make of it, but I just there's so many things, yeah. Especially the uh, the astrology type thing. Of course, I always liked my horoscope growing up. Someone was always reading the horoscope out of the newspaper every day. That's back to your uh, armchair. Yeah, astrology. yeah. I always thought that my horoscope was interesting, but then when you're in, you find out, oh well, the moon does this, and when the something is in Venus, and Venus is in Aquarius, and does this and this. So that yeah, for me it was that. There's a hundred different little, not a hundred, but there's many, many little things, but that's a bigger one. But if you tell me that the something is trined and conjunctive, whatever, forget it. <laughs> I can't do that at all. Fair. So, 
Yeah. For me, a big thing that came out of shamanism and druidry was crafting. I wasn't a very crafty kid. I, man, I don't think I took up crafting until I got into paganism. Woodcraft, blacksmithing, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It was all, all of that, for me, is inspired by following That's Lou what was and Bridget through my head as well too was craft like crafting i sewed before but i don't know as i would have gotten into knitting well i don't really spin i want to spin i want to get my spinning wheel have to get together with eleanor for she got the spinning wheel for me actually it needs a little bit of repair but um i would like to well, maybe that. I could use my crafting skills. You possibly could use your crafting <laughs> skills to fix the spinning do, do wheel. Do your crafting skills extend to drywall is my question. <laughs> I still have a hole in my living room ceiling from the leak. I actually can do drywall, you know, but that wasn't from paganism. That was from a <laughs> can you really do drywall, Brian? Yeah. <sighs> I really like to get that fixed. <laughs> that was from a university career of bad behavior. Uh, you had to no, learn no. how to get your da- damage deposit back? No, that was from a really weird trip I took to Miami for Habitat for Humanity to build people's houses. And then we realized that people were buying the building the houses for had more money than we did. And it just felt really weird at the end. But I did learn how to drywall and put on shingles. That could be. But I mean, holes, like patch drywall. Yeah, I could, that, that's not much different. Oh, I see. Okay, I'll shut up now. <laughs> so there's this thing, it's called YouTube. And it explains how to do a lot of I stuff. understand. I can't hold my arms above my head for that long. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to get a pro sometime. But yes, we can fix that. But yeah, it's hard for me to sort of separate out sort of things that I've discovered through paganism or adjacent to. Mm-hmm. Because for so long, my life was 100% immersed. Like, I worked in the Pagan Bookstore, my entire circle of friends. So it's it. I find it difficult to separate myself out oh, occasionally. Sure. If it weren't for paganism, apparently I would be a very lonely, sad person sitting in the corner of a room somewhere all by myself. <laughs> I don't know how I would have met anybody. <laughs> well, it's interesting you say that, because I do have a lot of... I remember as a child, I loved digging... For odd looking rocks you know even as a kid oh look at the color of that rock and this and that but then of course when you get into paganism then you learn about crystals which was sort of an interest but nothing i would have looked into more than oh look at that interesting formation on that rock everything you know herbalism or this or it all just kind of comes out of it hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So that I might not have been into. I was always into camping, but I have a whole different appreciation for Mm -hmm. camping now. Mm -hmm. Very different than when I was younger. Yeah. I just now want to be in the forest barefoot all the time. <laughs> oh, and you're you're right when you you sort of struck me there, Marco, when you said if I didn't have paganism, you know, I'd be sitting in the corner, <laughs> whatever. And I'm thinking, I can't imagine. I guess everybody says that about their life, though. I can't imagine what I'd be doing if I wasn't doing this. But I just think of all those interesting things. Like what else would I? I would have found other things interesting. I guess. I'm sure. You're a curious person. I am so you a curious would. person. So you would. I think for me, it was kind of backwards. I was raised in a family. Like you say, you loved camping. I was raised to appreciate nature. I was raised with almost an animistic outlook for nature. We camped all the time. We were in nature. You know, I always say we uh, hippie adjacent parents because they held down jobs, but they homesteaded and my mother made bread before there was those mechanical machines that made bread for you. And we canned all our own food and had large gardens and and all that sort of thing. And so I, I was interested in all that. My parents were history majors. I was raised with mythology and story and my mother religion and culture. But really, the paganism was the final piece. And they raised their eyebrows when you told them you were a pagan, really? I guess they (laughs) didn't really understand. Like, maybe they didn't get the term completely. It's like, I've lived a pagan life here. Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) I was groomed. I was groomed. But you have to realize a lot of, there's a lot of, like, Christian beliefs that also believe strictly in the earth, like Amish traditions. Yes. Oh, like, my one great-grandmother was a good, good Christian woman who cleaned the church every Saturday, you know, before for the church service the next day, and she was as big a witch as ever breathed. Yeah, yeah, like truly. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's all there. I'm like you, Margot. I'll I'll tell a story. And my sister, I'm very close with my my siblings, but my one sister lives half a country away, and uh, she'll say to me, "Well, how do you know them?" And I'm like, "Oh, because they're pagans." <laughs> if if there was you know, like, these are the people in my life yeah. because, uh, you know, we share a, a worldview. But I think the one thing that I probably wouldn't have learned or pursued if I hadn't had these people and it wasn't normalized by the context of my living, healing touch and Reiki. Mm. Like, I'm a Reiki master ah. and I do a lot of that and I'm interested and read and study are you really? I had no idea. Yeah. You know, sometimes there's this thing where I'm like, okay, is that one flakiness too far? Can I, maybe I don't need to share that with everybody. <laughs> you know, like, so I just never know where the line no, is. No, with us, there's no line. <laughs> there's no there's line. Zero <laughs> line. Maybe around some people, there might be a bit of a yeah, line, yeah. but, but zero no, line. Too late now. Zero line. But I mean, Reiki is becoming so mainstream. It is. It Pe- is. When I say mainstream, I'm not belittling it. I mean, people just understand. What understand it is. and see value and, in it. And see value, yes, absolutely. So that's what I would say. Yeah. And the idea of energy healing, the idea of complementary medicine, and all that sort of thing. 
That's fair. So back to crafting. For me, it's definitely working with wood, connection to wood and types of wood. Being able to, to make things for myself to be sustainable in my own way, which sort of brings you to the path of, and I don't want to say like, I don't want to say prepper or survivalist or anything, but I think prepper. No, 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 hold on. I have to finish okay. because otherwise I just leave off and sound crazy. Yeah, no, uh, no. I don't know what a prepper is. Oh, oh, oh. just give us a second. It's not what Try I Try YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> My family and I are big on being self-sustaining and trying to have the littlest environmental footstep possible. So we're big into canning and preserves and recycling and reusing that sort of thing but at the same time like we each have a, a go bag in our in our closet in case something happens or a fire happens in the home and we're prepared that's my term yeah i do not like the term prepper because it no. has political connotations exactly. but i and don't think there's I'm, anything wrong uh, with being prepared exactly I'm i'd be prepared. the most left-leaning prepper yes in existence uh but yeah we're, we're strong believers in being sustainable for ourselves that makes sense. Okay, so and that's definitely because of paganism, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Our connection to the earth. Mm-hmm. So a prepper is someone who's got their emergency bag in case. Um, beside their guns. Beside their guns. Oh, and, that sort of thing. And their right wing agendas. And, oh, yeah. I'm thinking of the 72 hour emergency kit. No, that's a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, I, I don't have one of those, so. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But we've long Well, it, it's about... funny because the longest time uh, my my retirement plan was the apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> I just don't have to worry about retirement. Yes. <laughs> but we've talked about our apocalypse team for a long time, yeah. you know, being sure that we have a spinner and a weaver and a oh, potter yeah, yes. and, and a and metal that. worker and, yeah. a, you know, woodworker and all these things, so. To be all ready to go. Yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely part of our pagan path, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's not like a direct part, but it's definitely been inspired by our connection to the earth. And more uh, so the sustainability. Mm -hmm. We'd like to move outside the city, get chickens, be able to grow our own food. But at the same time, we know we live in Nova Scotia, so there's only limits. Blah, blah, blah. One of the number one things when we finally find a house is build a greenhouse. So yeah. we can grow yeah. stuff all year All year round. That's yeah. right. We're lucky to be surrounded by people who know stuff about greenhouses. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, because Mike knows nothing. Yeah. There's no thing about greenhouses. But, but like Costco has this cedar greenhouse that we've seen in the States a few times. It's like a thousand dollars. It's really yeah. beautiful. And perfect here. I just wish they'd bring it here. Could you not order it online? Or would, the, would the exchange be too much, maybe? No, I think it'd still be... The shipping. The shipping would probably be... But sometimes, in that situation, they'll ship to a store, so you don't have to worry so much yeah. about shipping. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Something we're going to look into when we house time comes. Yeah. Well, now that we're talking about this subject, and I'm thinking back, you know, my childhood and this, I don't know how I was going to turn out to be really much anything but what I anything am. Anything but what you well, no, but then again, I mean, you look, my brother, my sister and I, we, you know, we're, my sister's pagan, but my, my brother's not. But I mean, I think about when I was young and single digits, I lived in the country. And as soon as it was warm enough, I never wore a shirt or shoes. You just ran around in your cut off shorts all summer, you know, when you were a little kid. Mm-hmm. And I lived very much 
in the backyard getting bitten to death because my parents half the time didn't believe in bug spray, so you're bitten to pieces. But anyway, so that's very interesting. My dad's influence for like history and mythology and things like that, like you, was, yeah. a, was an influence on me. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's actually brings up a good point that I think uh, paganism has definitely influenced my my interest and like for things like cryptids and fairies and and no fairies yeah. and mermaiding <laughs> yes, yes. mermaids yes. that sounds again I was from the time I was six years old I wanted to be a mermaid when I grew up and, and now we are and now we are we can <laughs> these are things we can do you can and uh, even though you know the eighteen-year-old lifeguards go. Why are these crazy middle-aged women pulling on tails? around? <laughs> you know, like flipping all- their tails, pretending to be mermaids. And our response is, "Why not?" Yeah. I can't. Like only young, young, real young, skinny girls are allowed to be mermaids. <laughs> no, I don't even think that. They just can't even imagine. They just can't even imagine that somebody would do it. And then they come up and oh. say, "I wish I could." Yeah. And I'm like, you can. There's no reason you can't. This the is- internet exists. You yeah. can just buy the thing. Go buy a and thing and come here. I uh, Because I had done it, my niece who lives half a country away, I guess it kind of broke that open for her. She kind of was interested. And so my sister said, Rowie wants a, a tail. So anyway, I got one for my granddaughter as well last last summer. There was three generations of us out in my parents' lake just swimming in our tails and neighbors take looking but it was wonderful wonderful. well for anyone out there who might like to be a mermaid and doesn't want you can't necessarily afford the whole tail you can just get the fin you can just get the fin and i made made my 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 first one fin and made my skin myself yeah oh that's right you sewed it because you can it it looks like you know a set of like you know like you know flippers flippers, but it but it's one and you put both feet in so don't think you can't go mermaid you can Mm mm-hmm like I made my outer skin to go yeah, over. Yeah, I know the, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and you have your tattoo, your, my my your, mermaid tail tattoo on my butt. So. <laughs> <laughs> so do you feel that like obviously none of us grew? I use quotation marks. Grew up pagan because it's relatively newer. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that the next generation will have a different? conversation like what we're having i think it's so much more me pardon the term mainstream now like people i knew that we were not exciting news anymore when back in the day we sent a press release to the newspaper and no one showed up at that ritual yeah (laughs) because they used to show up at every one the press would show up or we and we had a a police officer we liaised with back in the day just because you know in the beginning when we were having Republic rituals people were gathering around what the heck now people just go huh oh look at that yeah well like the public ritual in the commons is yeah almost 30 years old I don't think anyone's shown up the last few years Police-wise or protest-wise. or complaining. but Yeah, but again, but when the press said, yeah, we're not showing, you know, it was That's like, we were old news know. by then. I don't know. I think there's going to be plenty of people who weren't raised with it that will have this conversation one day. Yeah. yeah. I think they might know about it, haven't been raised with it, and they'll try to, get, they'll give it a go and discover, oh, this is wonderful. And it's going to be really yeah. interesting to see what else, what new things people will be mm-hmm. interested in. 
You know, what What new things are around the corner? Yeah, especially since the apocalypse is coming, the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I know. There won't be so I, much I, of an internet. I know you had like that. I, I think it's going to be more collapse than apocalypse. <laughs> I think it's just going to be a slow I, collapse. Yeah. I, can't, I can't even think about all that now. <laughs> and I will, even though it's completely off topic. There's no such anybody, thing as off topic because we're never no, on really, topic. No, really. Anybody who may be in Turkey listening to us. Oh my goodness. Well, I've been on my mind so much and I hope you are safe because I had a girl who's lived with us who was from Turkey and I said, Rain, for God's sake, get on with the line on Instagram or whatever and find out. And a friend of my daughter's who's Turkish at the university with her, her family, they were not killed, but all their homes were destroyed. And so if you are in that part of the world, we are certainly thinking about you and hope you, you are okay. So that was my little off topic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a good off topic. It's a good off topic. Well, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm always just feel so happy when we're here recording this and know that people are listening and we have all kinds of friends out there that we just haven't met yet. So thank you very much. Thank you to our editor and yay, Krista, and our Patreons. Three Witches and a Druid Podcast would like to take a moment to shout out to our amazing Patreon supporters from all around the world. Without your generous contributions, we could not bring you this magical content, and we thank you once again for listening. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, you can certainly contact us on our Facebook page, and uh, we certainly are, are open to, if you have, any, especially if you have suggestions of things you'd like to hear. We're very, very interested in that. So until next time, everybody, merry meet. Merry, merry part. And merry meet again. Blessed, Blessed be. Blessed be. This has been Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.